What up? It's John in the house. <laughs> and it's Queen Styles. We are back for our official first episode of season two. Yeah. Dose, baby. It's been a little <laughs> while. Man. It's, Man. It's been a good time, you know? It's been a sad time. It's also been a rough time, but we still out here alive and breathing and kicking and screaming you feel me yes and if you're listening to this you also survived the pandemic of 2020 which in my personal opinion is still happening oh, oh it's your definitely people. still having on please have your mask on please you have me? your mask on and um do your part do your wash part. them hands baby. wash your hands because that I, I feel like they're not talking about washing hands anymore they have not been talking about washing hands they came mm. i i seen somebody uh say that this time last year that their memories were showing them lots of people talking about washing hands. Yeah. And so they're like, I haven't heard nobody talking about washing hands since they started with the mask, basically. Girl, because you know we had to tell them to wash their feet. So you you need to wash your hands and feet, people. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even get me started. But mm-hmm. I just stopped thinking about white people not washing their legs <laughs> in the shower. I like when I wash my legs, it. like I used to, for a long Every, time. I still like, do. I wash my legs and I wash between my toes and I'm like, nobody was even doing these things. That's like. disgusting. <laughs> that's, so, that's so foul on many levels. Anyway, <laughs> we're but, back. Yes, yes. <laughs> and as you can see, we're black as fuck. <laughs> so what up? Hello. Come on. So I want to welcome all of the listeners that were waiting on a new episode. Man, that was with us through the storm. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> yes. Um, we're back and we're focused and we're in and we're ready to talk about black women in hip hop. Yes. We're ready to talk about how they're shaking up the world and how they've been shaking up the world. You feel me? Yes. It's March. It's Women's History Month. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to shout out some of the pioneer women in hip hop and talk about how they've touched the world and changed our world. Like, if you think about it, um, if we didn't have hip hop, what would we have? Because that's like the base. I mean, that's music is the base of the culture of the, I feel like, of the United States. Mm-hmm. And then hip hop is like the black beat. Yes. So. Yes, I feel like music is America's greatest export, and mm. uh, our music, black music, is mm. at the top of that. For sure. It's the creme de la creme. Girl, because I've heard Ar- Arabic or rap in Arabic. Have you? Yes. It's dope. I've heard the- <laughs> I don't I've know what seen, to say, but it's I've dope. seen the Ireland, the black Irish Ooh. drill rap. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like, it's really I gotta out here. Out. It's really out here. <laughs> Not black Irish yes. drill rap. <laughs> it's the bagpipes too. <laughs> they got their flair. They got the accent. It's wild. Ooh, it's, you gotta check it out. Man. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a global hip hop is global, and Most I definitely. feel like it's crazy because I feel like we're just seeing like a like Cardi just won. Oh uh, yeah, her um her single went diamond. Her single went diamond. Bodak, Bodak yellow. yellow. And that's <coughs> and it's the first female rap artist that that ever happened for. I mean, that's crazy. It's dope. Like it's it's dope, but it's like at the same time. Oh, that it took so long. It took so long. Yeah, we've had so many amazing artists, and I think <coughs> these next couple episodes, as we talk about some of the artists that we, man, like the list is so long, especially the '90s. 
<laughs> when we was talking, when we was doing our show prep, mm-hmm. and we was writing out the list of '90s artists, rappers. Oh, it goes it on was and on. So long. I'm yeah. like, whoa, bro. It we were so blessed. Like we had all these amazing female rap artists to grow up on. Yeah. And it's weird because like sometimes I'm driving in the car and I'm like, wow, every song has been, um, you know, a female rap art artist. Mm-hmm. And this is really dope because like. Men don't even listen to female. It's weird. No. Like, some men do not listen to female. I rap. put like, so many dudes on the Megan. <laughs> and then they were still kind of like, oh, they wanted to say, this is a bop if you're female. Like, this is a girl song. But she was spitting. I'm every song she's spitting. Yes. Like, <laughs> exactly. Every song. Megan, we so, are fans, girl. We're fans. We anyway, shout out to Megan the Stallion. <laughs> If so, you haven't heard of her, look her up. And yeah. I mean, if you haven't heard of her, you've been under a rock, but that's okay. Because we'll you can you, always we'll learn get more. You from out under that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to the light, Caroline. <laughs> so, you know, it is really beautiful to see female rap taking center stage the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. But it, it's long overdue, honey. For and, sure. you know, we got to, oh, girl. We gonna give some love to our girl Nikki. Thank you for your contributions, sis. We have some I mean, things to yeah. talk about later. She carried it um, when there was no one else really yeah. around. So Nikki did what she had she's to a do. Integral part. We love you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> things that we need to discuss later, sis. So <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, moving on. I am also just really glad to have this space to celebrate women in rap women in rap women in hip-hop that have made their contribution that have touched some of our most iconic moments Mm -hmm. like you know there are moments in hip-hop that we all love and can think of and have fond memories to go along with their songs and their music and i'm saying there's a lot of times there was a woman that was involved and they don't be getting the props that they deserve so this is facts space for us to give them the props that they deserve yeah, like as far as the style, the essence of hip hop, like, you know, we definitely gonna be talking about rappers, but we also have to think about who provided that aesthetic because we're still rocking that aesthetic. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And nine times out of 10, that was women on the, um, <clears throat> on the, you know, boards and like the, you know, producers and things like that of what people were wearing for the videos and shit and that's where we get our style from even till today yeah yeah so this show is really just to celebrate and highlight those different figures and we're going to talk about women in different you know in music mostly you know we want to talk about the girls we want to give the girls the stage there's so many dope artists even out right now we want to give love to those that came before Mm -hmm. and those that are current you know sure so with this being Women's History Month, we're going to jump into history in hip-hop and uh, female hip-hop. So, you know, I'm sure if you're a hip-hop fan, you've heard some of this information. But if you're not and you want to know more about what contributions women in hip-hop have made, mm-hmm. this is a good start. It definitely is. This should be your, your one-on-one, you feel me? Right. And even take you further because, you know. We're going to give you some songs as well to check out. So, therefore, it's not just like us talking. You're going to mm-hmm. find out, oh, okay, and you're going to be bopping. Mm-hmm. You feel me? <laughs> and you're going to be happy that we brought you here. Right. You know? Okay. <laughs> so, 
there's the godmother of hip hop, mm. right? Mm. Her name is Sylvia Robinson. Yeah, she's known for producing the uh, the. Oh, the Sugar Hill Gang. The you Sugar feel Hill Gang. Like, yeah, sorry. I said a hip hop, a hip a hop, like the actual, like one of the first hip hop songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it the first hip hop? It song? is the first hip hop okay. song. Yes. I mean, you know, so the, at this point, people was having parties. Like they was having real fly ass, like functions, house parties. Come on. With the MCs and the DJ, and they have all these. That's when the gangs used to do dance battles back then. Yeah, we're talking fucking like 1979, 1980, okay? We're not talking about 85, 89, no. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about like motherfuckers still kind of had afros. Yeah, they definitely had the afros and the platforms on and the jean jean vest. (laughs) Right. Yes, they were styling. So, you know, it was a different time altogether. Altogether. (laughs) And so when that dropped, you know, it just made, it, it put something totally different in the air. Yeah. And... I mean, and we have to think about the house that. party style when it got mainstream. Oh, for sure. That's what, what that's all it was. These is people was at house parties doing that shit. Yeah. And somebody was like, put these motherfuckers in the studio. Facts. And they did it. <laughs> I mean, and we have Sylvia to thank for that because, yeah. you know, not only was she like the guiding light and source to, to make sure she that knew song what happened was and hot. shit. Exactly. Sylvia she knew it was player. hot. You know what I'm saying? She put together the Sugar Hill records. Like she is the she is the exec of her baby hairs, bro. Oh shit. She's giving you hoes a run for your money, okay? I mean we I mean she probably was the godmother of baby hairs too, because I was like, Ja, these baby hairs? (laughs) Like (laughs) what's I mean, she was fly, don't get it twisted. She was fly, you feel me? Because before she was even an exec, you know what I'm saying, she was a star as well. She had her own music. You know what I'm saying? So she's an artist as well. You know what I'm saying? She Beautiful was a woman. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. She also was, you know, the pioneer for Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, their song The Message. Yep. Which is came out in nineteen eighty two. Like You know what I'm saying? It's she is if without her, we wouldn't even be here today. I'm just I feel this way. Because yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, she, you know, is not with us any longer, but we definitely want to always be, give big she gotta, ups. Yeah, no. The history continues by us retelling it, you know? Yes, for sure. So we got to give her love all day. Thank you, Sylvia. Miss Miss Sylvia. Yes. Miss Robinson. Come on. For getting <laughs> us, getting us, planting the seed that grew into what is, is you know, for as sure. Erica Badu would say, hip hop's bigger than religion. Hmm. You know? It's bigger than that, so yes, sir. they done banned her for a couple of countries for saying that much, for saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, string us, stream us on the dark web and shit too. You feel me? <laughs> if we get banned, still come look for us. <laughs> that. So you know, and then she also produced for the group. Like the Sugar Hill Records was mm-hmm. her label, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She was the like CEO and um, executive behind that co- becoming what it was, you know? Okay, yeah. So she put out, she helped put out the sequence. Right, which is the first ever 
girl female trio rap rap yeah, group. You first feel me? Ever female rap group. Like <laughs> y'all ain't That's ready. Crazy, right? I mean, and for y- for y'all who like like R and B and shit, guess who one of the members was? Angie fucking Stone. Right. Like. What Angie Stone was a rapper, okay? Before she was a singer, don't get it twisted. <laughs> she had to get the flair in real quick. Man, you know what I'm saying? And it's so crazy. Be bopping. They had a song called "Funk You Up." That was hey, hey, that just make you want to whine real right. quick. Right, funk you up. Hey, yeah, y'all can't see me, but that's crazy. I'm jigging in my seat. Yeah, she's up, she's giving us a show right now. <laughs> So, you know, they were, yeah, they were on the first female rap trio signed to the Sugar Hill label. And, you know, they had a, I think they did their one album, right? Shoot, actually, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Sugar Hill presents the the sequence of their first album. When I seen it, when I was looking at it online, Mm -hmm. I seen what kept popping up was like uh, an actual vinyl. Mm. So it's probably like limited production or something like that. Oh, uh, well, shit. It looks like they had something that came out in 2000, Monster Jam. Oh, okay. So it looks like like back in the 80s, they kind of stopped. That must have had some irreconcilable differences or, you know, something like of that nature. But they, but they trying to get a bag now, huh? Man, they came back in 2007. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, and you know what? They were on, um, whatchamacallit, um. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Oh, were they? Yeah, and Angie Stone was popping her shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all ever seen R&B Queens or... I, I've heard of it. <laughs> that sounds messy. Girl, it was, <laughs> it was Monifa, motherfucking um, Lil Mo, um, fucking Angie Stone, and who else? I think... Oh, Kelly Price. Girl, it was, it was a good show. It was a... Hey, for all y'all who like reality shows and shit, check that shit out because it was funny. <laughs> Man, I, I I can only do so many reality shows at one time. What? Yeah. I'm like really getting st- stuck on these motherfuckers. But I might start watching them, especially now that I can binge watch them. Yeah, exactly. Streaming I is get everything. I caught up on um, Married to Medicine. I've never watched a single episode. I haven't either. Ooh, we should start watching we it together, girl. It, yeah. <laughs> we might have to give y'all a... Uh, Review, <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers who ain't never watched it, right. so you can start watching it. <laughs> so R and B divas, Angie Stone. Oh yes, she's part of the sequence. Oh yes, and sorry, so we got they, a and you said they just put it right, <laughs> and you said that they just put out another song in two thousand and eight. Well, no, this was two thousand seven. Two thousand thirteen was their last album. Oh, okay, wow, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I mean, the baby's gonna be like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was not a long time ago. Right, actually. right. <laughs> So that's crazy. Yeah, man. I I love that uh she's trying to be multifaceted out here. Who? Angie Stone. Oh, for sure. I, I mean it. yeah, if you didn't know, D'Angelo's baby's mom. Yes. <laughs> Which is that, crazy. Oh, they were talking about that. <laughs> Which is crazy. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Sips tea. Hey. Um so yeah. <laughs> we um so then we uh Oh, yes. So then we will move on to a Roxanne Shantae. Oh, yes. Hey, Roxanne's Revenge. I can't rap, so I'm not even going to give y'all that. No. That's I, not my I, forte. Yeah. However, 
she has a whole fucking movie on Netflix that y'all can go peep and it's really good. But anywho, <laughs> um, she was born and raised in Queen Queensbridge. You feel me? And she first, Man, you know, that, they they produce a lot of quality people, artists. <laughs> what New York? Just period. Well, Just, those yeah. particular neighborhoods, like mm. Queens, the Queensbridge, uh, Queens. There's a couple people that I was looking at today for mm. today's episode that was from Queens. I'm like, okay, hmm. yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about, um, you know, Salt and Pepper. Hey, they're like the biggest. And Spinderella. Yes, and Spinderella. <laughs> yes, shout out to Spinderella, you know. Man. I wish that they, you had got more time in the Lifetime joint. I wish they would have gave you and your contributions the spotlight uh, it deserved. Definitely. I mean, we, you know, us of us, of us <laughs> who are, you know, fans of hip-hop, we know that there was a different Spinderella at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But... Spin, you came through with them for the majority of the, you know, whole setup. So, and we already know, like we were talking about earlier, y'all, like the beat is the motherfucking name of the game. Yeah. Like your rapping skills are great and all that, but you know what I'm saying? The beat, that's what it is. The DJ that's what does the DJ a lot. provides. Yeah. So we appreciate you. We do. Definitely. Um, Salt and Pepper, they were, they busted on the scene in 1985. Hmm. Um, you know, if you've seen the Lifetime movie, it details a lot of their early start uh, and how uh, Salt's boyfriend kind of put the duo together. Mm-hmm. Um, Salt, Cheryl James, her boyfriend put the duo together. And, you know, so they got, um, they elevated from there. And the one thing I loved about the biopic mm-hmm. was that they were so business savvy. Mm. And I felt like, damn, that was probably really important at that time because there's a lot of artists, no matter, you know, not whether they were male or female, like there's a lot of artists just getting really bad deals. So they were making, they were looking out for their own interests. And I love that. So they're smart, smart ladies. So they have so many hits. Um, Shit, I'm going blank. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking of Push It, which is my favorite. Yeah. Ooh, so we're baby, baby. Ooh, baby, baby, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They have those. They have that. They honestly, like, I, I guess I see them that they inspired a lot in TLC. Mm, yes. I like see the style. vibes. I see the vibes. Even yeah. how they made the songs that like they made, like the women oriented songs. Mm-hmm. Like they were really like women empowerment duo. Like they and, like sex a lot positive, sex positive. And they had a lot of like hits. Um, Push It was one of their biggest ones, mm-hmm. but they also had, um, I'm trying to think the one where the, I can hear it in my head. But I'm oh, trying to shit, get the lyrics Salt Pepper. The, doing you a disservice because <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but I'm going to just be real. I'm high. <laughs> but no, Salt and Pepper, they had a... Um, Oh, let's talk about sex, baby. Yes, the let's sex talk about you and That was me. really inspired by the AIDS <laughs> epidemic that was also mm-hmm. happening. The 80s was really crazy, you know, when you think about it in, in terms of everything that was happening and what rap was developing alongside of mm-hmm. in the world. Like, um, it, it was important that they acknowledged that. Yeah. Um, and that's what that song was about. It was about them talking about it, like, 
people need to talk and get tested and be aware of their sexual health and their status. Mm -hmm. And that was important. That was something that needed to be said. You know, yeah. and I definitely think, like you said, TLC pulled a page out of their book. With yeah, because they were definitely all, always about wrap it up and mm -hmm. safe sex. Right. Which, you know, men don't be talking about that. You know what I'm saying? It always I takes wish more <laughs> male rappers would rap about safe sex. Yeah. I mean, they sh I mean, I don't see why they don't actually, because, well, I guess futures a. <laughs> an example of that. By that. Ugh. <laughs> don't even get me started. Anywho, we're we're you know, I don't like him. Anywho. Oh my gosh, she be on Future's head, you guys. I he want better for him. <laughs> I want him to be, you know, I want him to be as great as everybody thinks he is. She said I want better for my man Future. <laughs> man. I, I, you know, I just laugh because there's so <laughs> many futures in the world, you know, and, uh, yeah, and it's amazing to me because, you know, we still <laughs> be having babies with them. So, and that's, that's the, the, you that's know, the harsh reality. Yeah. It's the harsh reality. <laughs> so, but anywho, shout out to salt and pepper and their yes. contributions in the world. Um, then, you know, there was this one cute little group. Oh, my God. They're so adorbs. Latrim. <laughs> and <laughs> they, Tigra and Bunny. And yes. they like the boom. You feel me? Y'all know who that I is. I know people know Cars <laughs> with the Boom. Like, yes. that song was a hit. Um, I learned when I was doing the research for the show that they made 54 on the Billboard Awards. And that's crazy. Yeah, the Billboard Hot 100. Like, yes. for a... For a OG rap song like yes. to hit that high on the board like that's amazing and they actually had a really cool story um they were also a very business savvy pair they um had put out three albums with Atlantic Records but the third album they couldn't come to an agreement about the author credits they label wanted to hire a um they uh, the label wanted to put co-writers in charge of their third project and they didn't like that so they ended up parting with the label, but the label had enough old material from the first two albums that they put it out by anyway. That is so fucking shady. I mean, they're going to get their This is just 101. The labels are going to get their money any way that they can, and they own all of that shit until you own that shit. Do you hear me? I hope you hear me because <laughs> you recording it on their dime, they own it. So make sure you know your shit. Anywho. Right. Because right, right. if you don't, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these young people that don't know their shit. And even these older people, they don't know their shit. And, you know. You got to you gotta be slick with these. These these record labels are slick, but you got to be slicker. Come on. That's just all it is, you know. Mm -hmm. And you be that way by getting your own representation. Not signing the first thing they put in front of you. Facts. You know, take your time. Make sure you get the right deal for you. Put your money to work. For sure. You know? Invest Put in your yourself. That's always Invest number one. Invest in yourself. Keep an attorney on retainer. Facts. <laughs> I, I can't. I mean, enough black people don't use lawyers. We need. Yeah, we really. Yeah, it's it's not about. Yeah, I'm going to have my uncle school to look at it. No. Uh-uh. No. Get a professional. Yes. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, these ladies, they had to walk away from the third album, but they made that hit song. They actually, we were listening to them today, earlier, before we started mm -hmm. recording, and they, all their, um, 
they have a song called Grab It. And that was their <laughs> first hit yes. locally. They're from Kendall, Florida. <laughs> and that was their local hit. Um, Tigres, Haitian, American. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and Bunny uh D Bunny D African American yeah. yeah yeah but so <laughs> they got that real like South Florida vibe you know what yes. I'm saying like that Uncle Luke motherfucking they're uh, cute fat boys type of vibe <laughs> it's but, a cute thing yeah. especially if you like 80s rap yeah because they're they're I doing would, their bop you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like the whole little bop it's really cute so I would definitely <laughs> check it out if it's something that you into so that's Latrim mm-hmm. they were um, a rap duo and then we get to you know these big hitters these heavy hitters as we lead into what we're going to be talking about in the next episode let's talk about our girl MC Light hey. you know her first song came out um I when mean, she, she was, was 16, yeah. but she wrote it when she was 12. Damn. Yeah. She knew she wanted to be a rap star. I was going to say, man, when you know what you want to be, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You got your vision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're finna ma- she manifested that shit. Yep. First solo act. Like solo First female solo act. solo female act. You know what I'm saying? And, and she <laughs> showed that you could wrap your ass off as a girl by yourself. You didn't need exactly. to be in a duo. You didn't need to. And you could rap. Exactly. She showed that she could spit. She didn't have to be talking about sex mm-hmm. or being sexy mm-hmm. or any of that. She just was giving you hard bars. Yes. Um, and she's best known for Light as a Rock. First, yeah. That's her first album. And she also had a single that was like her biggest hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also, the song that she, um, that she wrote when she was 12 was like, Cram to Understand You. Hmm. And I guess it's the first song that was ever addressed to the crack era. One of the wow. Yeah. So at 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Seeing what was happening around her. and was like, I got to get this off me out of my chest. And she's from Queens too, right? Yeah. She's from Queens. No, she's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Sorry. Brooklyn oh, Ooh, Ooh, we're sorry. About to get us jumped. My bad. <laughs> we know how the boroughs be. We're sorry. We're, you know, we're from the West coast. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. But she was born and raised in Brooklyn. <laughs> hey. Um, you know. <laughs> My bad. Don't want to get it wrong. No, definitely not. So, uh, yeah. Miss MC Light, she's been honored. Hip-hop honors. She's just considered the pioneer all around it. And she put out albums well into the 90s. But that first Light as a Rock is like critical acclaim album. She was named the village in the Village Voice. She was named Best hip-hop vocalist hmm. they called her that the best female i mean hip-hop vocalist at that time yeah so like that was and that was she's early 90s right or yeah she came yeah. on the scene in 88 okay. that's when her album released she was 17 light as a rock came out mm-hmm. and uh so she had a nice little career into the 90s and that's you know after her though We've seen Queen Latifah. You Man, know. there's a long list after her. You a long like, list, but Queen Latifah was like that early busted on the scene. Oh, for sure. We you and I, T.Y. Yeah. And that's all we really got to say about that. Yeah, we're going to give her more love later, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. We we know the this is the this is the history. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to give you guys a little bit of background about, about women pioneers, you know what I'm saying, in the hip-hop Era because without them we wouldn't have our fucking Miss Elliot's we wouldn't right. have our 
Lil Kim's, you know. We wouldn't have had our TLCs. Come on. We wouldn't have you our know? fucking. We wouldn't have had any of our favorite girl groups. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, there's R&B and then there's rap. And then female rap kind of rocks this fine land between it. Mm-hmm. And we've seen these beautiful collabs. Between mm-hmm. singers and female hip hop artists, yes, like you know, we see. Look at we we got the Gwen Stefani and Eve. Oh shit! I, that's funny you said that because I was going to say we got Alicia Keys and Eve. Yeah, <laughs> like Eve was all over the place. Yeah, Rough Rider. You know right? what I'm talking about? I can't wait to some touch great on her music. Life and, yeah, yeah. So we got some really amazing collaborations just because mm-hmm. when you put girl power together, hey. It can really make look at even even if you want to talk, this is super pop. But who they Spice Girls had scary. Oh, spice. girl, don't get me started. La 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 la. They had scary la, spice la, to put the raps down. Oh my god, I love <laughs> fucking Spice Girls. If you ever see Queen Styles, you're gonna see me in some chunky ass shoes because I fucking love the Spice Girls. Yeah. So yeah, Spice Girls. Yes. Was, uh, it. <laughs> okay. My shit. Yeah. But so. yeah, Scary Spice. I love you, boo. She was our Mel rapper. B. She Mel was our B. rapper. Yes. So you know, she was for the she was for the nigga fans. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a black space. We are safe. We can say we can say nigga. that. You feel <laughs> me? And if you're listening, you're not a part of this culture, but you want to listen in. Just re- remember, never to repeat it. Don't yeah. Don't get caught slipping, honey. And I, none of the adjacent words either, because we had a problem with that before. So <laughs> don't do it. Just be careful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. You get caught slipping around the wrong people. Man. So. Knock your block off. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a safe space. You feel me? And we're just so happy that we have this space again to bring you all, uh, um, you know, back to a part of our lives again. Yeah. And, and talk about again. everything that, you know, I mean, we're going to still keep it personal. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Queen Styles, you know, you we didn't get to talk about your baby boy. Oh, my God. Jax, you know what I'm saying? His name is Jax On, okay? Not Jackson. Jax On. <laughs> so for anybody that see like, oh, how's Jackson? No, his name is Jax On. Yeah. But yeah. Get it right. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> Walking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. D-boy motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. He, he pushing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has to have a book that says uh, little dinos don't push. Because <laughs> this little dinosaur man, maybe. <laughs> he does push. Bojacking. But it's so funny because, you know, babies are babies. So yeah. it's just like the fact that you think that you're about to push me. Right. <laughs> Jaws his godmom mm-hmm. and she says to him, Don't what, don't bro me, big homie. What yeah. <laughs> What's that Jay Z rap? Yeah. <laughs> don't big bro me, don't big homie. Don't <laughs> don't big homie me, don't big bro me. <laughs> Whatever he says I'm the Cause yeah. Jaxby He thinks he he thinks he's the Yeah. The H and I C. Yeah. You feel me? He is it's in okay. my life right now. Exactly. So. <laughs> I, I promote that behavior in the kids. Because they need to have self confidence. Too many people in the world that's gonna tear them down. So I'd be like, go ahead. And if y'all didn't know, Jaw is like Mama Dula. So Yes. You feel yes. Me? I man, the Dula stuff is taking over my life. I think Literally. it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> she up here cooking uh placentas, placentas the other and- night. <laughs> I'm a full-time doula now. Yes, it's so um, beautiful. It's She's just, such an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to be getting deeper into it. And, you know, I'll dabble here and there. I'll share things here and there mm-hmm. on the show. Um, I've had people 
ask if I want to do a doula podcast. And Ooh. so that might be something that branches off. We'll see. That'll be cute. <laughs> I, I love the work. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, I mean, people have gotten away. Well, they got away for so long well, not having a doula. And there's just so much shit you don't know. You know you got pregnant and you finna have this baby. But between that shit, like, and maybe some shit your mama t- told you, but between that other shit, you don't know everything. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't know, like, I need to be, like, centimeters and all this type of shit and uterus yeah. be a certain way. And, yeah, there's a lot <laughs> to this fucking body. And we talk about it, and I do it in a fun, informational way. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it in a way that we can. I'm not going to medical talk you to death. Hmm. We're going to talk about it. Like, yes, this is what's happening. Exactly. Your body's so doing these about. things. Got some hormone cycles going. Mm-hmm. So you gotta let your body work with your body. So, you know, and there's just so many different, I'm learning new stuff about pregnancy literally with every labor I go to. That's so cool. They're all different. And it's amazing. And I just always feel very blessed to be welcomed into that space with other people. So, yes, yeah, so it's yeah. so sacred and it should be held, you know, as a sacred situation because you're really bringing a little alien up into this universe yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's when the, I feel like it's a very spiritual space yeah because um, it's joking. like when the veil is the thinnest no you're oh, right okay. like it's when the veil is the thinnest like baby this was just a little ball of cells and now it has bones and it has fingers and toes and a heartbeat and lungs and intestines like it grew inside you like this is crazy it's fucking nuts yeah i think it's <laughs> i think it's pretty amazing yeah it's, um, it's definitely amazing the, a- <laughs> the act of creation so. oh it was hard y'all it was rough it is alien <laughs> they ain't never rough. been outside before man that's what i'd be like talking to the babies i'd be like you outside now <laughs> you here welcome you to the, the other side that's what i say <laughs> welcome man. to the other side this is where we at over here. Like how Jody was up in that uh, that placenta sack, <laughs> um, <laughs> baby boy. That's mm-hmm. that's they in the pl- they in the sack. They in the you sack, <laughs> and they on oh, the other shit. side. So you know, I've, I'm always glad to do the work, and I know that there's a lot of information that Black women need. So I'm gonna be talking about that. Um, like I said, I don't, we'll see how it goes. I might be talking about it on here. I might be talking about it somewhere else. So. Hey. Well, I will be talking about it, though. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming and tuning in this time. Yeah, I mean, we welcome you back. We welcome the new folks. And thanks for welcoming us back. Yeah, for sure. Tell like, your friends. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends to listen in. We're we're, we're a fun pair. <laughs> yeah, we are. Damn so, it. So, you know, I would love Two to. Two of a kind and ready to wine. Dirty wine. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we'll, we're going to make this fun and it's going to be a, a great space to talk about music and black womanhood mm-hmm. and just life. Come on. Yeah. And we're on all social medias. So make sure you check out our social medias. Yeah, we'll have it in the <laughs> description for the episode link. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next time. Until next time. <laughs> Peace. Peace.